Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. This week, we've been excited to announce that we are moving ahead with a facility in the Salt Lake Valley that will house a Christian bookstore, a research center, and a museum having to do with artifacts and history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as well as the Bible. As we mentioned earlier in the week, Eric and I used to volunteer at the Utah Lighthouse Ministry Bookstore in downtown Salt Lake City. And Sandra has since retired. That bookstore has been closed. But there were a lot of people who encouraged us to start another one, something that we had been thinking about doing anyway. We do feel that God wants us to move forward on this. And so we have started raising funds for this project. We hope by talking about what we envision that you too will get behind us and help us with the finances in securing a building, something that we do not have as of this recording but we definitely are going to move ahead. We've talked a little bit about the bookstore aspect. It is not going to be a typical Christian bookstore where you can find Christian fiction and things like that. We want it to be more of an apologetics theme. In other words, we want to carry resources that will help the Christian not only go deeper in their Christian faith, but also help them to defend what they believe and how they can share their faith with others. We definitely want to have resources dealing with the subject of Mormonism. We want to carry on that tradition from the Utah Lighthouse Bookstore. And we also want to have artifacts that deal with Mormonism as well. Some old, some not so old, but giving history as well as some interesting information that will help the person who walks in, maybe having struggles with their Mormon faith, maybe some of these displays will help them make a decision to leave that faith and hopefully will find faith in the Jesus of the New Testament. Let's talk a little bit about the Mormon aspect of the museum, Eric, that will be in this bookstore. One of the things that I've always wanted to do was to have a more complete display regarding Joseph Smith's alleged gold plates. Now, Sandra had a replica set of plates made out of lead. They were made by a man by the name of Charles Larson, the same man who wrote the book on the Book of Abraham by his own hand upon papyrus. Well, when Charles found out that Sanders Bookstore was closing, he had asked if he could have those plates back. And you called Charles and told him what we were planning on doing, and he was excited to let us continue displaying those plates and those lead plates weigh 118 pounds. Why is that significant? The reason why that is significant is because you had a Mormon apostle, John Witzow, in a pamphlet titled Seven Claims of the Book of Mormon, said, The plates upon which the Book of Mormon was engraved were made of gold and have been described as being about six inches wide, eight inches long, and six inches thick. 
A cube of solid gold of that size, if the gold were pure, would weigh 200 pounds, which would be a heavy weight for a man to carry, even though he were of the athletic type of Joseph Smith. This has been urged as an evidence against the truth of the Book of Mormon, since it is known that on several occasions the prophet carried the plates in his arms. It is very unlikely, however, that the plates were made of pure gold. They would have been too soft and in danger of destruction by distortion. Well, in this pamphlet, Seven Claims of the Book of Mormon, co-authored by John A. Witzow and Franklin S. Harris, and I, meant, and I should mention again that John Witzow was an apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He suggested if the plates were made of eight-carat gold, which is gold frequently used in present-day jewelry, and allowing a 10% space between the leaves, the total weight of the plates would not be above 117 pounds, a weight easily carried by a man as strong as was Joseph Smith. Now imagine we have on display those lead plates that were for years in the Utah Lighthouse Bookstore. We have them on display, and we have above them or near them somewhere this description. And now we're going to allow the reader the opportunity to lift those plates to see if, in fact, it would have been a weight easily carried by a man as strong as was Joseph Smith. What's interesting is when people see the plates, they don't look that heavy. Let's just be honest. They look like, okay, something I can lift. And they have handles, so you can actually grab the handles, which Joseph Smith would not have had access to. How many times, Bill, did you have somebody try to lift them and they couldn't budge them and they would ask the question, are these bolted down? And I would have to explain, no, they're not. And I would show them and I would lift them up maybe an inch or so off of the platform so that they can see that they are movable. But I want to go on because those plates attracted a lot of people to the Utah Lighthouse Bookstore. And naturally, we want to have artifacts on display that would attract people to come to this particular bookstore slash research center. So I want to have next to those 118-pound lead plates my replica set of plates that are made out of sheet metal, the same plates that I used to take down to the Mormon Miracle Pageant for years. And I want to have them sitting ne next to the lead plates but I want to have this description that was given by a man by the name of Reed H. Putnam. He was a Mormon metallurgist. He wrote an article for the Improvement Era magazine that was published in September of 1966. It was titled, Were the Gold Plates Made of Tumbaga? He was the one that really pushed this theory that the plates that Joseph Smith supposedly had were not made of pure gold, but in fact made of an alloy that was a mixture of gold and copper. And in his theory, he says, a block of Tumbaga of the dimensions indicated for the plates of the Book of Mormon, which we've already learned, according to John Witzow, were the same size that Joseph Smith gave us, six inches by eight inches by six inches deep, Putnam goes on to say that a block of Tumbaga of the dimensions indicated for the plates of the Book of Mormon and with 8-carat alloy and 3% native impurity would weigh 106.88 pounds. Using such a block as a beginning point, 
50% of the weight should be subtracted for airspace. Thus, the weight of the stack of plates would be about 53 pounds. Now, you might ask, but Bill, you said your plates were 80 pounds. I do have a set of plates that are 80 pounds, but I also have a set of sheet metal plates that weigh 50 pounds. So not only will I have my 80-pound plates on display, I'll also have the 50-pound plates on display. So now, take your pick. Which one do you want to pick up, and which weight of all these theories is even feasible? Well, your 80-pound plates are going to have the wooden handle to be able to put your hands in. Same with the 118-pound lead plates. What are you going to do with the 50-pound? Are you going to make it easy on them? I don't know if I want to make it easier for them. I, I think what I may do is what I did down in Manti when I took my 50-pound plates with me there is I had them in the little red wagon that I used to have, and I had some heavy-duty type construction gloves that I would have people wear when they would go to pick them up because the last thing we need is for someone to cut their finger on a sheet metal plate. We don't want that to happen, but let them try to pick them up off of a flat surface because you would think that's what Joseph Smith had to do, and you're going to see how difficult it is. Now, why are my 80-pound plates those significant? Well, they're significant because this same Reed Putnam also said that if the plates that Joseph Smith had were made of a 12-carat gold alloy, they would have weighed 86.83 pounds. Well, that's closer to my 80-pound sheet metal plate. So we have Sandra's 118-pound plates, we have my 80-pound plates, and we have also the 50-pound plates so a person can decide which one they want to lift to see if it's really possible to do that. Hopefully this will attract some people and they will see that the story about the gold plates from the very beginning is not something that's even believable, much less that Joseph Smith could have translated Reformed Egyptian into English. We would also hope to have perhaps a display of all the wives of Joseph Smith, showing how many of them already had married husbands. A lot of people are not aware of this part of Joseph Smith's life. We would have quotations from the various leaders of the LDS Church and some of the horrible things that these men taught while they were alive. These are just a few of the ideas that we have. Oh, Bill, I don't think we're short of ideas. We have lots of ideas. It's going to depend, though, on what kind of place we're going to get. And that's where we're asking the listeners of this radio program and the podcast that we put together to help us with the finances, because we're not going to be able to just go into a building and just get it for free. It's going to require resources. If you go to our website, utahchristianbookstore.com. It has a whole description of what we're trying to do and how we're trying to raise funds, but we need everybody to understand $100,000 matching grant has been given by a generous donor to match anybody who gives I don't know what you have to be able to support this. We said on Monday we don't normally do any kind of a campaign like this. In fact, this is the first time we've ever done a capital campaign, Bill. We work out of our homes. We're no longer going to be working out of our homes when it comes to this bookstore. We're going to be a public face 
for people to come and be able to ask questions and learn about Mormonism and Christianity, and we're hopefully going to have this in the next year, but we need everybody to help us, utahchristianbookstore.com. And we should mention before we close this show, as we've mentioned throughout this week, we wanted to put an element of fun into this fundraising. We have a 1630 edition King James Bible. It was not complete. It was rebound in the 19th century. And for some reason, a number of the books in the New Testament are not in this. So we have been taking it apart and offering various chapters and verses to our donors for a gift of $300, for instance, we will send you a page from this 1630 edition of our choice from the Old Testament. And then if you were to give, let's say, $600, you can suggest which verse from the Old Testament that you would like. For a gift of $1,000 or more, and even in increments of $1,000, you can have your choice from both the Old Testament and the New Testament. However, please understand, the New Testament is much shorter than the Old Testament, plus we are missing some of the books from the New Testament. So if you want something from the New Testament, we suggest that you put your order in as soon as you possibly can. If you were to go onto our website, utahchristianbookstore.com, there's a place there you can click and see what pages we have left. You can give, like you said, in increments of 1000 You give $10,000, you're going to get 10 pages out of this Bible. Tomorrow we're going to continue sharing our vision of what we would like to have included in this facility. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.